Welcome to another episode of the She Impacts Culture podcast, where we dive deep into topics that empower and equip Christian professional women for kingdom impact in and through their work. I'm your host, Dr. Jen Bennett, and today we will be exploring a topic that affects many of us, the idol of approval. So last week, we discussed the idol of perfectionism and its impact on our lives. Today, we are diving into another idol that can hold us back, the idol of approval. As Christian working women, we often find ourselves seeking the approval of others, whether it's from our colleagues, our superiors, or even society at large. And in today's episode, I want to explore some of the ways, again, that society bombards us with this message of approval, the signs of approval-seeking behavior, and then some practical steps that we can take to break free from this idol starting today. So the first question we have to answer is, what is the idol of approval? Well, the idol of approval can be defined as a desire, longing, hope, to gain acceptance, validation, and maybe even admiration from others. It's driven usually by a fear of judgment, rejection, and a belief that being perfect, which we talked about last week, if you haven't listened to that, make sure you listen in. But this belief that being perfect will lead to the acceptance we long for. And again, our society bombards us with messages that reinforce the need for approval. And quite honestly, friends, it's important that we recognize these influences. So what are they? Well, number one, idealized beauty standards. Let me just say the beauty industry through advertisements, magazines, and social media consistently feeds us this unrealistic beauty standard that we should all be striving for. We are consistently bombarded with images of airbrushed models and celebrities who fit this narrow definition of beauty. And so this constant exposure can lead us to a desire for approval based on physical appearance. And this is why, I don't know if you remember or not, but the Dove came out with the the Real Beauty campaign. Do you guys remember that? Like I loved that campaign because Dove had had enough. And so all of their marketing started to revolve around real women. And so that's just one of the ways that society bombards us with this message of approval is through these idealized beauty standards that we have to look a certain way if we want to be approved by other people. Another one is, and we've talked about this before, and we talked about this last week, is social media highlight reels. Here's the thing. We know that when it comes to social media, people often present their best moments, their achievements, and the the curated aspects of their lives. And this creates a constant stream of comparison where we may feel pressure to portray our own lives as flawless and perfect in order to gain approval from others. And so social media, that plays a big part of it. And with that, in conjunction with that, is those online validation metrics. You know, social media platforms, they all have metrics like likes, comments, and followers. 
which serve as indicators of, you know, popularity and social approval. And so for many of us, the pursuit of high numbers and validation through these metrics can become an obsession leading to a constant need for approval online. Think about it. We post something and nobody likes it or very few people like it. Nobody comments on it. And then all of a sudden we start thinking, well, why is nobody liking this? That's us. That's where we're kind of leaning into approval. For many of us, when people say, yeah, I totally agree with you. You know, we put a post up and we share our opinion or thoughts on something and we get a whole stream of people. Yeah, I agree with you. Good word, this and that. It brings up that dopamine like, yeah, okay, I'm feeling good. Then if we put something out there and nobody comments on it, nobody likes it, nobody engages with it, then all of a sudden we're feeling a little bit like, wait, what's going on? Why isn't anybody liking this? And so we have to be careful with that. The social media highlight reels and then the online validation metrics. Another one is um, consumerism and materialism. Here's the thing. Society places a great emphasis on material possessions, wealth, and status symbols. We've talked about this again before, but advertisements and marketing campaigns often promote the idea that acquiring certain products or brands will lead to acceptance and approval from others. And so this can create a constant desire to seek external validation through material possessions. Like if you have this kind of car, you're going to look really cool and people are going to want to be your friends. Or if you're a member of this club or if you live in this neighborhood, So we have to be aware of that. Consumerism and materialism is what our society, unfortunately, places a great emphasis on. And then, of course, we live in a performance-driven culture. Our society values high performance and achievements in various areas, such as academics, career, and personal goals. We talked about those last week also. I hope you're kind of starting to see the connection between all of these. And so we've got this pressure to constantly excel and meet societal expectations, which then drives the need for approval based on accomplishments and accolades. So we've got all of these messages coming from the society. We're being bombarded with all of these messages of approval. Is it any wonder again that so many of us struggle with the idol of approval. So what does the Bible have to say about all of this? Well, Galatians 1.10 says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. And so, friends, here in this verse, the Apostle Paul is emphasizing that our primary focus should be on pleasing God rather than seeking approval from others. And so, as I think about this verse and as I think about life, I think about some different people in the Bible. The first one is the story of Noah. I think about Noah. And in the account of Noah and the ark, which you can find in Genesis 6 through 9, Noah finds favor and approval in the eyes of God while he's living in this corrupt and wicked generation. And so God chose Noah to be the one to save humanity and the animal kingdom from the great flood. 
Noah's obedience and righteousness pleased God, leading to his approval and protection from God. But I want you to think of this maybe from his perspective. What if Noah was seeking the approval of people and chose not to build the ark? What would have happened? And I want you to imagine for a second while he was building the ark, what what were people saying? Here's the thing. I have no doubt that people were probably talking about him, laughing at him, et cetera. Now, the Bible doesn't say anything about people mocking him and his family. But here's the thing. It wasn't raining when he built the ark and there were no visible signs of a flood. And so in my opinion, I can't help but think that when people saw Noah building an ark, which I would think that they would because you've got this massive boat that's being built, that they were talking. But think about that. If he was seeking the approval of man, he might have never have built the ark. And then what would have happened? I also like to think of the story of Daniel. Throughout the book of Daniel, we see Daniel's commitment to seeking God's approval above the approval of earthly authorities. And so Daniel was this faithful servant of God who distinguished himself among the administrators and the officials of the kingdom. And because of his incredible qualities and the favor he found with the king, here's the thing. The other officials became jealous of him and they sought to find a way to discredit him. And here's what I love about this story. And I talked a little bit about Daniel last week also, but recognizing Daniel's commitment to his faith, these officials devised a plan to trap him because here's the thing. They couldn't find anything else to speak badly about him on. The only thing that they could find was his commitment to his faith. And so they decided to come up with this plan to trap him because they were jealous of all of the attention he was getting from the king and that he found favor with the king. And so they convinced the king to issue a decree stating that for 30 days, Anyone who prayed to any God or man other than the king would be thrown into a den of lions. Well, here's the thing. Despite this decree, Daniel remained faithful to God. and He continued to pray three times a day facing Jerusalem. And he kept the windows open while he prayed. And so when the officials saw Daniel praying, they reported it to the king, knowing that it went against the law that they had establish. And gosh, I just, there's so much wisdom in this book. See, despite being in exile and, and facing pressure to conform to the Babylonian culture and beliefs, Daniel remained faithful to God and refused to compromise his devotion. And as a result, he found favor and approval from God, even in challenging circumstances. Had Daniel been seeking the approval of man? he would not have seen the ways that God worked miraculously in his life. And that's what I love about Daniel. He was not seeking the approval of man. He wanted the approval of God. And despite the decree that was put out there, he remained faithful to God. He continued to pray three times a day. Another story that I love is um, the story of Esther. And so talk about putting her life on the line. She knew what she had to do, and she knew that approaching the king could cost her her life, and yet she knew what she had to do, so she did it. 
regardless of the cost and regardless of what Haman would think about her or how he would respond to her, even how other people would respond. And so here's the thing I want you to know. If I lived my life trying to seek the approval of everyone, I would have never have had the opportunities to be a part of some of the great experiences that God has brought my way. I would not have seen God move like he has. I would constantly be feeling like there was something more to life, but that I was missing out on it. And I feel the same way with the the biblical characters. Like had these men and women not put their faith in God and instead were seeking the approval of man, they would not have seen God move in miraculous ways. And friends, this is what happens when you seek the approval of people. You end up missing out on what God wants to do in your life and through you. So what are some of the signs of the idol of approval? Well, number one, you constantly seek external validation. Constantly seeking validation and approval from colleagues, friends, or superiors, and feeling anxious or unworthy without it. You see, you seek approval and validation from others regarding your decisions or actions. Now, this may sting a little bit, but if you can't make a decision without someone's approval of it, you may be leaning into the idol of approval. Also, you may frequently seek reassurance. You might be asking for others' opinions excessively, or you may even feel anxious unless you receive validation from others. Individuals who seek validation may rely heavily on external factors such as praise, compliments, or recognition to validate their self-worth. This is what keeps them going. And so friends, if you're constantly seeking external validation, you may be leaning into the idol of approval. Also, this one's a biggie and I get it. People pleasing tendencies. Going to great lengths to please others, even at the expense of our own well-being or values. Friends, here's the thing with this one. If you have a strong desire to please others, then you might be someone who tends to avoid conflict or disapproval at all costs. And this is not good or healthy. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask yourself, do you avoid conflict at all costs? And if you do, why? Is it because you don't want to disappoint anyone? Is it because you will feel guilty if you go against what someone says or thinks? A people-pleasing person goes to great lengths to accommodate others' preferences and opinions, even if it means compromising their own values or needs. And so, friends, if you tend to lean towards people-pleasing, be aware that you may be actually falling or leaning towards the idol of approval. Another sign is fear of disapproval, criticism, and or rejection. And so someone who tends to lean into the idol of approval has an overwhelming fear of disapproval, rejection, or criticism from others, which then can lead to anxiety and stress. And I think it was last week's episode where I shared some research on that. You see, these individuals go to great lengths to avoid any negative feedback or conflict. And so if you tend to push things under the rug because you don't want to confront or work through what may happen, then you might be leaning into the idol of approval. 
And this is another big one, difficulty setting boundaries. Struggling to set healthy boundaries and saying no out of fear that it may lead to disapproval or disappointment. Friends, if there is one thing I want you to know today, it is this. You can say no. Sometimes the best thing you can do is say no. Will people be disappointed? Yes, but that's okay. If God isn't calling you to it, then be free today in knowing that you can say no. This one is a big one for us working women. Many times we want to prove that we can do what we are asked to do. We want to show that we are capable. We don't want anyone to think less of us. But if we don't set those boundaries, we will live in a constant state of stress and anxiety. And friends, that is not the way we are supposed to live life. That is something that I have reiterated in all three episodes with the idol of success, the idol of perfectionism, and now the idol of approval. We are not meant to live in a constant state of stress and anxiety. So if you have difficulty setting boundaries, you might be leaning in towards the idol of approval. Another sign is overworking and overachieving. This is another big one. And quite honestly, this one fits in with the idol of success and the idol of perfectionism. If you find yourself overworking because you don't want to disappoint anyone or let anyone down, you might be leaning into the idol of approval. And here's the thing. Sometimes as working women, we have to We have to be open and truthful and share with our supervisors that there are just some things that we can't do right now or take on. Friends, remember, you have a personal life too. And the more you overwork, the quicker you will burn out and not complete the good work that God has called you to. So this goes back to setting boundaries and being okay with saying no. You don't have to overwork yourself You don't have to overachieve all the time. And then lastly is the inability to make decisions independently. Those who seek approval from others struggle to make decisions independently without seeking the opinions or approval of others. They rely heavily on others' input and struggle with really trusting their own judgment. And so if you find yourself paralyzed in making a decision Until everyone has shared their opinions with you and you feel good about it all, you may be leaning into the idol of approval. See, friends, God has given you a beautiful mind and you can make decisions independently. You don't always need the approval of others before you move forward in a decision. If you are waiting for the approval of others to move forward in a decision, you will soon find yourself not moving forward at all. You'll be waiting and waiting and waiting. And before you know it, years will have passed by you. So friends, if any of these signs, and I'm putting the word signs in air quotes, if any of these signs resonate with you, you might be leaning into the idol of approval. But here's the good news. We can navigate this and we can break free from the idol of approval. So How do we do this? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me share a few ways with you. Number one, first, you got to recognize and acknowledge the idol of approval. If any of the signs I shared resonated with you, the first step to breaking free of this idol is recognizing and acknowledging that seeking approval from others has become an idol in your life. Think specifically which sign, and I have that in air quotes again, which sign resonates the most 
Do you always seek external validation to feel good and to keep going? Do you want to please everyone all the time and not rock the boat at all? Do you avoid boundaries at all costs? Do you find yourself overworking all the time or maybe even overachieving, meaning you accomplish one thing and you feel the need to go and accomplish something else right away? Or maybe you find yourself not being able to make decisions on your own. I want you to reflect on these signs and then choose one that has had the biggest impact on you. And then I want you to give it to God. Allow God to work through that specific area of your life. Bring it to him every single day. Pray about it every single day. Put a post-it note on your mirror where you will see that encouragement to not overwork, to set boundaries, to make decisions on your own, whatever it may be, post it, see it, and pray over it. This is the start of working through the idol of approval. And then embrace your identity in Christ. Recognize that your worth and acceptance come from God, not from the approval of others. Spend time in prayer and reading God's work, seeking God's perspective on your value and purpose. Who does he say you are? Search that on the, in the Bible and then write it out. And if need be, put it on a post-it note and place it where you will see it every single day. And maybe that's multiple post-it notes because here's the thing, when you read the word of God, you're gonna see many things that God says about you. So maybe you need to cover up your bathroom window with multiple post-it notes about who God says you are. You see, reminding ourselves of who we are in Christ is an important step. And then surround yourself with supportive people. We are back to community again, friends. I've talked about community for the last five episodes, and I can't emphasize this enough. Build relationships with people who love and accept you for who you are rather than those who constantly demand your approval or validation. Now, when I say build relationships with people who love and accept you for who you are, that doesn't mean that you just want to build relationships with people who are just always going to agree with you. You need warriors in your life. You need people in your life who love and accept you, but will also look you in the face and say, that's not good. That's not a wise decision. That's not something you should move forward with. You need those people in your life. So cultivate relationships that are based on mutual respect, authenticity, and healthy boundaries. And again, if you feel like you don't have a community, pray to God about that. Ask him to bring you to community. Ask him to show you who you need to reach out to, to be in community with. Remember, friends, God cares about every part of your life. And because of that, he cares about your community too. And the next, pursue personal growth and passions. We talked a little bit about this last week when we talked about taking a Sabbath day. But here's what I want you to think through again. What brings you joy? What is something you've always wanted to learn about but haven't? Where in your life do you want to grow? What passions do you have? Friends, I want to encourage you to shift your focus from seeking approval and instead look at personal growth and pursuing your passions. Set goals and work towards them for your own satisfaction, not just for the validation of others. Engage in activities and hobbies that bring you joy and fulfillment, regardless of others' opinions. And so here's my question for you. What activities and hobbies bring you joy and fulfillment? 
whatever that may be, do more of that. And if you can't answer that question, then you might be working too much. You might not be taking a Sabbath. You might not be taking time for yourself. And then lastly, seek God's approval above all else. Friends, prioritize seeking God's approval above the approval of others. Develop a deeper relationship with God through prayer, worship, and studying his word. Trust in his guidance and seek to live according to his principle rather than seeking validation from human sources. And so friends, in closing, let's remember that seeking validation from others will hinder our growth. It will rob us of our joy and it will keep us from fulfilling our God-given purpose. But here's the good news. We don't have to live under the weight of seeking approval from others. We can break free from this idol and embrace the freedom and acceptance that is found in our identity in Christ. Remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made by a loving God who loves you and has called you. Your worth and value come from him not from the opinion of others. Lean into God and let go of the need for approval of others. I want you to experience the joy of living a free life in Christ. I want you to fulfill your God-given purpose. But if you are waiting for everybody to agree with you or to see things your way, then you will miss out on some of the greatest things that God wants to do in your life. And so as a reminder, Galatians 1.10, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Again, here the Apostle Paul emphasizes, that our primary focus should be pleasing God rather than seeking approval from others. Friends, I pray that today would be the first day in you finding the joy and freedom that God has for you in this life. May God move mightily in you. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the She Impacts Culture podcast. I know how busy life gets. So the fact that you have faithfully chosen to spend a portion of your time with me means so much and something I don't take for granted. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the She Impacts Culture podcast, the best way to do this is to share it with your friends, your community on social media. Also, to keep up to date with all the happenings, I'd love to have you follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jen Bennett. Thank you again for your support. May God richly bless you as you impact culture through your influence and leadership for his kingdom. <laughs>